Fred Film Radio, Venice Film Festival, Italy. Hello, ladies and generals. Welcome to this uh, day's daily show. Unfortunately, there is no one beside me because this is ridiculous. But you know, you know how it is. I'm uh, constantly left. To my- this is the story of my life. I'm constantly alone for one reason or another. This is me. I'm this, you know. This is what happens. But we are at the 79th Venice International Film Festival, and we're going to be very brief uh, about what has been going on uh, at this festival because, you know, it's just me. Who wants to just see me talking in front of a camera that will probably break down in the middle of this live stream? No, no. It probably won't break down in the middle of this live stream. Um, And, uh, yeah, who cares? Nobody's watching. Uh, All right, so it is September the 1st. And uh, it's a sunny day in a lovely Lido di Venezia, and we are at the 79th Venice International Film Festival. And I'm just going to go through a couple of films that were recently screened, which I have not seen, but I feel like I need to be journalistic about it. I'm very serious and professional, because um, no, also nobody is here to talk about them with me. Uh, we, we will begin with Todd Field Tar, uh, starring the wonderful Kate Blanchett. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that big a fan. But uh, but I can't say that because I get fired otherwise. Uh, set, uh, this film is set in the international world of classical music. The film centers on Lydia Tarr, who I am a big fan of. Uh, widely considered one of the greatest living composers, conductors, and first ever con- chief conductor of a major German orchestra. Uh, she's great. Uh, check out her music. I don't know how what to tell you about it. I've heard good things about it, but there is an interview with a couple of people from the movie, including Queen Kate Blanchett. Or is it Kate Blanchett? Because I would say Kate Blanchett. Because it sounds more uh, sophisticated. I guess there's no need for her to sound for her name to sound sophisticated. She is sophistication personified. Uh, next, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñarritu, whom we all know and love. Not really. Not a big fan of him either. Uh, uh, He's screening Bardo, Falls Chronicle of a Handful of Truth. It follows a renowned Mexican journalist and documentary filmmaker who returns home and works through an existential crisis as he grapples with his identity, uh, familial relationships, and the folly of his memory. Memories. Sorry, that was plural. Sorry. But isn't it great I actually have one of these... Very professional. Uh, David Martos, the great David Martos, had an excellent interview with uh, Alejandro González Iñárritu. I'm told it was also very entertaining. So I would suggest check that out. Uh, I heard also that he really liked the film and their autobiographical elements uh, in the movie. Uh, well, you know, if you like Iñárritu, probably, you should probably check it. You're probably going to want to check it out. I'm more of an Alfonso Cuarón guy myself. But uh, Living, oh, now, this is interesting, because I can't talk about the film that's screening here, but I can definitely talk about the original movie, (laughs) and uh, you'll see what I mean. Living is by Oliver Hermanus, I think he's a a German filmmaker, very acclaimed, somebody Google that, will receive an email with uh, clarifications if I got that wrong, but he's he's another mainstay on the uh, Venice International Film Festival scene. His film stars Bill Nye, the great Bill Nye. How many great people are there in this festival? So I'm just realizing it now. Reading through, 
the piece of paper that I prepared right in front of me. But Living Anyways is an English language adaptation of the script by Akira Kurosawa called Ikiru from 1952, set in, but it's set in London in the 1950s, and it really follows the story of a bureaucrat who tries to find meaning in his life after he discovers he has terminal cancer. I have heard great things about it, but it's really interesting how so many people who have loved this film aren't even aware that it was also a film by Kurosawa from 1952. And it's a great film. It was in- I'll tell you what, guys. This film was inspired by the neorealist scene of Italia. That's right. And it's really, if you think of Kurosawa, you think of historical epics, you know, like Ran, Throne of Blood, and all of those ones. But this film is actually a kind of a, a drama of everyday life. It's a beautiful drama, poetic, really wonderful film. I, I suggest watching that before you watch Living. <laughs> Why not? Come on, it's Kuru friggin' Zawa. Now I wish I could interview him. Where is he? Where is he these days? Anyways, uh, now, another one of the greats. Uh, Lars von Trier we all love Lars von Trier except for the people who don't love him he is quite a controversial uh, <laughs> he's quite a controversial director uh, of course but that's kind of why we love him because you know he shows things that we've never seen he's one of those directors that shows us things that we've never seen in a film and that we kind of hope we see because you know you go to the cinema to, not to see things you you know like I don't want to go to the cinema and see a a, v- a film of myself talking to a, a microphone in a in a radio booth at, in Venice. Why would I see that? I'm living it. And anyways, I wouldn't want to go see a film about a guy, you know. I don't want to get dark, so I better stop there. Uh, but I do want to see... Well, I do kind of want to see that, actually. Uh, see, because there's not a second person, I'm disagreeing with myself live in the air. So I'm having a debate with myself. Do you know what I should do? <laughs> this is such a good idea. I can't believe I haven't thought of this before. Maybe I have, but I can't. I need to get a puppet, right? You know, I need to, like, you know the ventriloquists? And I just have a puppet, and I go like, So, what did you think of Inyaritu's film? And I'll be like, yeah, I didn't see it, but I wouldn't go rush see it, because he's not a, a director that I particularly like. And he'd be like, you're an idiot! <laughs> You go to you go to hell. <laughs> oh, crusty. I'd call him crusty because he's a crusty old man. You know, one of those people who actually I like to hang out with, like Abel Ferrara, whom I just interviewed and is uh, presenting Padre Pio. But I don't think I can uh, talk uh, about it yet. But he's he's awesome. But Lars von Trier. Let's get back on track because we want to go uh, have a coffee. I do, anyways. Uh, he presented the, the Kingdom Exodus. Oh, okay. Let me tell you about this one. Sit down, please. Okay, so the Exodus is obviously one of the one of the. Uh, it's a, it was a series that I think he made in the late '80s and early '90s, right? And it really established his reputation. I guess he already had a reputation before then, but this was an international sensation. It became a cult hit among fanboys and fangirls everywhere. So many of them were attending the screening that I did because they were clapping at every uh, moment of its first 10 minutes. And I was like, the hell are they clapping at? Because I had no idea what they... Because I'm a film guy, you know? I don't watch series, really. Unless it's Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
or anything Ricky Gervais makes uh, except for the last season of whatever he afterlife he's getting really depressing um, but Curb Your Enthusiasm is great what was I talking about oh yeah The Kingdom Exodus uh, Lars von Trier uh, yeah it's um, it's Lars von Trier it's fun it's, it's funny I, I can't believe it uh, it's, it's hilarious I mean when I think of Lars von Trier I don't think of I'm gonna laugh my, my heart out I think I'm gonna see somebody's ding dong get chopped off or something you know <laughs> comment in the section below if you know what film I'm referring to uh, or what else am I going to see? I'm going to see Kirsten Dunst uh, just, you know, lying down on the uh, grass and uh, uh, looking like she's had some type of uh, uh, psychedelic drug that I, I want some of. Uh, but the world is ending. Uh, so maybe I don't want to be in that situation. Oh, what about... Um, uh, what, what is my favorite Lars von Trier film? Lars von Trier has made so many films. I do like... Uh, I do like Dogville. That's my that's my favorite. I think because I remember watching it and I'm like, you know, and that part, I think part of me was an, annoyed. I I know a film is good when when I'm annoyed at it a little bit because I'm thinking, oh God, I wish I'd made this film. I, I could have so so easily made this film. But this is a period drama and there's no sets, <laughs> no no walls, nothing. Still, it's amazing. And Lauren Bacall's in it. Give it up to Lauren McCall, for goodness sakes. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, yeah. The Kingdom Exodus. Uh, okay, okay, I'll tell you what it's about. It's the, okay, so he was reprising the series that he'd kind of, I think, finished in 94. So several years later, uh, I was already born. So uh, It follows a number of characters, both staff and patients, as they encounter bizarre phenomena, including supernatural. Um, yeah, it's, it's returned to this kind of universe after 30 years. I interviewed the actors from that series, two of the actors from the cast ensemble of that uh, series. And uh, uh, from what I watched, it was quite entertaining, but I'm not, uh, I only really stuck to watching, you know, the first part of it, uh, which was still about three hours. So, because they showed the entire thing um, and I had stuff to do. But yeah, of course. I mean, it's Lars von Trier. He's, he's always interesting. I'm just not a serious guy. I'm, I got too much going on in my life to dedicate so much of it to series. I, I prefer to watch films from the uh, up to, I guess, 1999 because everything after that was a bit weak in general. So, And it keeps getting weaker. But uh, the hope is that tomorrow we'll bring... Uh, some excellent movies, which there are plenty of here at the uh, Venice Film Festival, and that I will actually be able to talk about because they're, most of them are embargoed, so I can't actually talk about. But I am uh, watching films, and uh, I hope you are too. Um, and I hope you uh, have a good day. <laughs> uh, till the next... Well, yeah, this is it, because I, I don't have anybody else to play off of, so I'm going to cut it short. How much is this? How much have, we, have I been talking for? Uh, amazing 10 minutes exactly so thank you very much for watching and now I'm going to sing you a song <laughs> no <laughs> stay tuned no I, I, this is so anticlimactic I gotta think of something um, yeah so great uh, keep watching everything that we do on uh, Fred Film Radio on all of our social media on our uh, website fred.fm keep watching the sky because you never know and uh, stay safe. Yeah.
And stay tuned to Fred Film Radio, the festival insider. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on fred.fm and smartphone apps.